Broadcasting from the Wella offices, direct from the Atlanta Tech Village, you're listening to The Incubator, the voice of the Atlanta Tech startup scene. The Incubator is a weekly show featuring Atlanta-based startup founders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. Who they are, what drives them, and how they plan to change the world. Today's show is made possible by Wella, helping you on your financial journey every step of the way. And now, here are today's hosts. All right, good morning and welcome back to The Incubator. I'm your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my friend and colleague, Ashley Staggs. Good morning, Staggs. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. I'm really excited about this one. This is going to be fun. we got yeah. a lot of Jeffries in the house today. <laughs> yes, we do. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. <laughs> I think this is the feature of how people are going to interact with the world, is connecting to an organization like this yep. to be able to do the kind of things they want to do to live the kind of life they want to lead. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly why, and I'll talk a lot about this, but that's exactly exactly why I am a user of things, Jeffrey, because there just wasn't enough time in my day. And I didn't even know something like this existed. So this was a great find for me. And I think people are really going to enjoy hearing about this service. Yeah, I agree. Well, let's get to it. We're joined this morning by Michael Patrick. He's the founder and CEO of Thanks, Jeffrey. Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Oh, it's great to have you. Thanks for stopping by and joining us. I know you're awfully busy building this new organization launched just uh, as we record this two months ago. So very, very exciting. So before before we get into thanks, Jeffrey, do take a few quick seconds and tell us a bit about you and your background. How'd you get here? Sure, um, I'm a military brat. I know you're. I think you said in a an earlier session or our episode that you had a lieutenant colonel in your family. I do. My mom. My, my dad is a retired <laughs> lieutenant colonel in the army as oh. well. They retired in Peachtree City. My mom's a 30 year teacher. Um, she retires at the end of this year, so we're excited for her. But traveled around a ton. Lived in seven states growing up before I was 15. Um, Again, my dad retired in Peachtree City, went to University of Georgia. The guy here followed my older sister, had the opportunity to play basketball there, which was mm-hmm. fantastic, and then moved back to Atlanta and worked for a family-owned steel company. Uh, we placed steel in bridges, highways, condos, hotels, you name it, um, and then went back to business school at UNC Chapel Hill. Mm-hmm. Got my MBA in finance and then joined Goldman Sachs here in Atlanta. And through that, I actually got the opportunity to meet with some of the most successful entrepreneurs in the city. Most of our clients had started a company and sold it, um, and then actually joined a company right next door, a real estate private equity firm. Their CEO was a client of the was a client of Goldman, and spent almost two years there helping them raise capital to build out their um, investment platform. The, through that kind of entire series, this kind of constant thing happened in my life, which was I needed help at the edges. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to be a yep. present uncle. I want to be a present son. I wanted to date for <laughs> our relationship and couldn't find the service that would fit my needs. I was overpaying for someone to come clean my home. I was traveling a ton, wasn't even home for it to be dirty. It was just disorganized and I needed more things. And so uh, I started Thanks Jeffrey to help solve those issues. You know, people that really wanted to focus on their careers, but also wanted to balance out things outside of their lives. Hmm. So, so tell us what is Thanks, Jeffrey? Is it a, is it a maid service? Is it an assistant? What exactly is it? I mean, I know the answer, but tell me. Well, that's one of the biggest questions that we get. We, we call ourselves a shared butler service. We say the word shared because most people don't have enough things to do or enough money in their budgets to afford a full-time butler, a full-time personal assistant. But we all have an hour or two each week of things that are distracting us from living our ideal lives. Thanks, Jeffrey. We basically come in each week, 
um, depending on the service level. We start at $38 a week. For that $38, we'll deliver your dry cleaning, we'll deliver your groceries, we'll tidy and organize your home, you know, clean the kitchen counters, put dishes away. We're not the maid that's going to clean the bathroom and mop and dust and all those things. We're that service that's in between your two maid services that's going to get your house back where you could have guests over. And that's really where the stress comes in. It's when you have to get home when someone else is going to see your place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Right? And we take care of those needs. What I say, the difference is between a maid service and a butler service. One is the maid typically reports to the butler. If you went back to the old days when there were butlers, they hand managed the landscapers and the plumbers. And anything butler was kind of in charge. House. Exactly. Yeah. We're proactive and we're thoughtful. And what I mean by that is the best assistants are the ones that do stuff that you didn't tell them you'd even need it done. They just saw it and were aware and observant. And so if you came into my home right now, you'd see a wedding save the date on the refrigerator and you'd see a baby shower save the date on the refrigerator. First of all, I have no idea what to get a baby. I don't have kids. <laughs> I have two nieces, one's six and one's three. And I want to buy a good gift. I just don't know what to buy. And typically I'm not thinking about those things until the day of the event. As I'm heading to the wedding, I'm like, oh man, I, I need a gift. But I get a year so I can buy, I can send it afterwards. <laughs> but who doesn't want to come in with a gift? So the Jeffrey would text me in that instance and say, hey, Michael, do you have gifts for these yet? And I would say, no. And they say, well, what's your budget? And you say, $50 for the wedding and 25 for the baby shower. Great. We'll go online, order the gifts for you, deliver them to your home. And our next week, when we come back to your house, we'll wrap the gifts for you. And that's all without you having to ask us to do it. We're just observing. Yeah, that's why. So one of my, I have several Jeffrey stories and I think I'm on, actually my Jeffrey is coming this morning um, or this afternoon. It's nice. I don't even know when they come. I just go to work and I know when I come home, my house is going to be all picked up. So one of them was, I left a shirt out on my kitchen table and I put, I needed to return it. And I put the old Navy receipt on top of it only so that Jeffrey wouldn't put it away because they're so good. If there's something out, they will put it away. In the middle of the day, I got a text from my Jeffrey that said, hey, Ashley, I see that there's a receipt on top of this shirt. Would you like me to return it? And I didn't even ask them so to do that. you didn't tell them no, to do that. I didn't even think about it. And that's totally something I could have asked them to do. Just trying to think of things to get them to do because there's so much they're able to do. That's what's really nice about them being proactive is you get all these ideas just from them you know, being in your home and being observant and trying to figure out ways to help you. I think that's the biggest challenge, right? Is that someone who's listening to this says, I don't, I can't even think right now of all the utilizations for my Jeffrey. That's right. And, and I suspect you're still learning all the things that people may, they may say, well, can he do this for me? And you may say, oh, we haven't done that yet. But yeah, that's a great, that's a great utilization. I mean, you mentioned a few and you just told them, I want you to tell a few more stories Mm -hmm. about some of the ways you're using your Jeffrey. But what are the most common ways that people are using him now? One of the things, 90% of our Jeffreys will be female. I think that's oh, really? important, okay. important things. We, we say Jeffrey was inspired by Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> <laughs> and if you think about what Jeffrey was for that family, he wasn't just the person that cleaned their home. To the parents, he was a peer. To the kids, he was an advisor and a mentor. He was hysterical, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? But the house was always impeccably clean and organized. And that's what we want our Jeffreys to be for you, all of those things. Can all your Jeffreys do with the Carlton? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> I, think I can do it. So I think that's, a, I think that's the most important thing. I think that should be part yeah. of the training process. I like process. that. Part that's of the training. Be an, that'll be an out, a company outing. <laughs> there you go. The <laughs> anyway, I interrupted you. So uh, some other ways people are using Jeffries. A couple, I think a couple ways. And these are things that we have actually offered to them. Again, going back to when you're busy, you don't even know all the things that you need done. So we have about $2,000 of items of eBay on eBay right now that we that we're selling for people so people will start getting money back from us of stuff that was in their attic storage the baby stroller that they've grown out of the dress that was never worn 
a pair of earrings, scarves, and you name it, our Jefferies are putting those things online and we're monitoring it for people. You still have to take the picture and write a great description and put it on eBay. Those things take time. We have ordered furniture for people and put it together for them. <laughs> we, <laughs> and I, I, the most exciting piece that I think um, that was extremely, extremely frustrating when I was, uh, before starting the company, was those things that take eight to 12 windows, right? Like meeting the plumber, the HVAC person, the appliance repair person that says I'll be there between 8 and 12 or 12 to 5. We can put a man on the moon, but Comcast says, oh, yeah. we'll be there between 8 and 5. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I need to go, uh, excuse me, boss. I need to run home so I can get my cable because I really want to see the Monday Night Football game. Right. That's just not and I need that. to be there for four hours <laughs> right. in order four, to do that. Yeah. Exactly. And some people have the flexibility to get home and, and work from home to meet that person, but your Jeffrey can do that for you, right? Once we get critical mass in an area, we can meet the person for you because that person needs a four-hour window. We can have four clients in that same area, which is roughly four hours of work for us. Start with the first house, organize, tidy, deliver groceries. Second house, this happened last week, and the plumber called us and said, hey, I'm about 20 minutes away from your third home on this person, on the Jeffries route. And we said, well, call us when you're five minutes away because we're a quarter mile. They called back 10 minutes later and said, I'm 40 minutes away. That's okay. We'll go to the fourth home. We'll finish. And then we'll meet that person. We're able to let the person in your home oversee their work. Our company pays for that diagnostic and they send you what's wrong. Because there's usually two services, right? It's, let me come out and see what's wrong, right? And then I'll send you the estimate. And then the estimate's going to be where you really should be involved as the client, right? That's where you're going to spend really real money, right? And, but you don't need to be there for the $69.99 diagnostic, right? Just sit there and watch them. So we're trying to take away things that are painful in people's lives so that they can focus on what's, again, our mission is to support people in living their ideal lives. I think this building, Atlanta Tech Village, is a great example of that. You have 250 founders or whatever the number is that are working tirelessly to build a company that's going to be the next big pick a company, mm-hmm. right? The last thing that they need to be doing is picking up bananas and bread. <laughs> There's no value to them doing yeah, that. Yeah, this director of marketing has no time for that. <laughs> there's, no, there's no time. If you, if you were planning an, an event for a very special person of a special occasion, you probably should be involved in those in that grocery shopping because you want to look and feel a different way. Picking out yogurt, someone can do that for you. There's a bunch of things that people can do that it's not value add. For instance, we're going to stuff probably a thousand holiday cards this year for people. Oh. You get Mm -hmm. the family photo or you get your design picked out. Tell us who the contacts are. We'll print the labels. We'll put them on. We'll put the envelopes in. The value add part of that is designing the card that that has your identity. There's no value to putting it in an envelope. Our Jeffries can handle that for you. But you don't want to give that to just anyone because that's an important piece, right? You need someone that knows you, knows your style. He knows how you want to put the labels on all of of those things. So again, it's really exciting what people are asking for. And just the feedback has been phenomenal. Oh, I bet. I bet. All right. Michael Patrick, Ashley, and I will return after this short break. We'll be right back. This is Wes Moss, former host of Atlanta Tech Edge on NBC in Atlanta. I'm here today, though, to talk to you about my new digital financial advisory firm, Wella. Wella is an old English word that means wealth. Several years ago, my team realized there were too many people who needed help with their financial strategy, but couldn't get the help they needed because they didn't reach the high investment minimums of many financial advisory firms. To answer this need, we developed Wella, a digital platform that allows us to help people just like you get free financial advice and tools to better manage their finances. We also offer online investing and the ability to work with your own investment advisor with no minimums. Learn more at yourwella.com. That's Y-O-U-R-W-E-L-A.com. All right. And we're back with Michael Patrick, the founder and CEO of Thanks Jeffrey. So I want to talk about price here because I find it to be 
remarkably inexpensive. I think it's the best deal in town. Yeah. It's so I, I pay $38 a week and I mean, just for them to pick up, like one of the things they do is they take my trash out. I hate doing that. I almost never do it because it's like all the way down on the other side of the parking garage, which sounds super lazy, but I usually have like bags of trash stacked up. Um, and now I don't have to worry about it because they take it out once a week. I would pay $38 just for that. <laughs> no, <laughs> n- uh, I rescind that statement. Um, so where, how did you come up on the price and how are you able to do so much for so little? I mean, it's such a small investment. Can I kind of go back to what I was looking for, honestly, six years ago? One, I needed the help, but two, I didn't have the biggest budget to, to afford someone full-time. It's really tough to find really, really good help that can consistently come and then kind of ebb and flow with what I need because I don't always need the same thing. And I think most people are like that. And so when I thought about the price point, um, I didn't want to cater to the CEO that was making millions of dollars because they could afford someone full-time. Right, but the someone that was like me, young professional, really zoned in on my career. How do I how do I get that person who really does need it the mm-hmm. most okay. because they want to be the CEO and make millions and millions of dollars? And so I, I looked at my budget and I said, you know, thirty eight bucks a week sounds like a good number. It's less than forty, which is just mentally is tough for people to get over. And then two, a lot of people that are young professionals are roommates, and so if you split that number in two, because we charge per the home not per the person, um, that's $19 a week. And so there is a, you know, I have a hundred friends that I know need the service, that it's all attainable for them. The challenge for us is letting people know that it is attainable. Right. right? And so when we did voice of the customer work, you, when you hear personal butler service, you automatically think of mansions and you know extremely uh, ultra high net worth individuals. That's the look I get when I say my butler brought this. <laughs> They're like, oh God. <laughs> exactly, but if you say shared butler, you go back to, well, what does shared mean? Well, so you need one hour of Butler's time. You don't need all eight hours in a day. And that's where we came up with that $38 number. Because um, as soon as you tell people it's $38, they kind of stagger back and say, well, yep. I can afford that. Well, I, I'm trying to understand how that's sustainable. I mean, because uh, I mean, you just shared an example at the top half of the show that if Comcast is coming, you need someone to be there for the four-hour window. $38 a week. How are you going to sustain that? I have 50 things right now I'm thinking about using you guys for. And Love to have you as a client. And well, you, trust me, it's sold. <laughs> I can't get my head around it. I mean, it's an amazing deal. I mean, and is it, is it will they come daily? Is it one time a week? I mean, how's, how, what do you get for that $38? Sure. So we have two levels of service right now. One's a standard service and one's the white glove service. The standard service, we come once a week. Okay. And I tell people to think about it in terms of an hour. An hour block, right, kind an of. hour block. And I tell people sometimes it's going to be what you need done is forty-five minutes, and sometimes it's going to be an hour and fifteen minutes. I don't want the Jeffrey sitting there and going, "Okay, what's sixty minutes? I'm done." Right? Let's take an extra time to get the house back to where you want it to be. But I also don't want you saying they were only there for fifty-seven minutes, right? And so, so it's prorate it, my fee, please. Prorate my fee. And if you look at our competition, which a lot of people are using concierge services, that's what they relate us to. They charge by the hour, which I've, u- I've used that because the only way I knew I needed to get my dry cleaning was that it was on my last shirt, right? <laughs> right, right. But I'm in a late meeting. I'm like, oh, God, I have, to, I have to get this. They charged me $50 an hour to go get my dry cleaning. I could have bought a shirt. For, right. 50, for first of all, $50, and two, it was $100 because they got stuck in traffic, right? And so we want to be a little bit different than that. And so what I what we're trying to incentivize is density, right? We want everyone on your entire street, almost like your trash service rolls out, we want everyone on your street to have a Jeffrey because it's affordable and attainable for everyone so that when we go to the dry cleaners, 
we're picking up mm -hmm. five people on your street, right? And so when you get that density built in, that's when it's sustainable. And if you're listening, by the way, in Dunwoody, uh, I need more Jeffries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the lone soldier out in Dunwoody. They've taken me on. So I want to hear some of the more interesting stories about some of the things you're being asked to do. I know the story about um, the, the very long list all the way through the next year was really interesting, but mostly because I'm still trying to come up with stuff that I can use my Jeffrey for. I'm so happy with it right now, but I know there's so much more I can do. My Jeffrey's probably going to get really bored with me. <laughs> Give me something to do. Well, now when our clients, we have a client portal where people go in and tell us one, if they, they check off what groceries they need, we preload what their usual list is. So usual list would be bananas, bread, yogurt, milk, deli meat, canned soup. If you gave it to them, you know, on Monday, they would need the same things the next Monday. And then below that, we have special requests. Special requests can really be anything. And then below that, we have top 10 trending requests. So people can see how other people are using their Jefferies. It's a way for us to share ideas. And one of the, the coolest things we've seen, there is a pocket of people that have had nannies and their kids have now are now in school. And so they're taking the list that they used to give the nanny and giving it to us. Uh -huh. So we have one of our clients has given us everything she wants done through the end of 2016 broken down by month. Here are all the people that are important in our lives. Here are the gifts we want to buy. Here's the budgets for them. Please buy forever stamps for our Christmas cards before they get sold, before they're sold out. I'd like actually like fresh flowers once a month. Oh, that's a good one. I should do that. <laughs> she was the one who gave us the idea for the storage and uh, the eBay, selling stuff on eBay. I mean, the list goes on and on. I think one of my favorite stories, one of the Jeffries came into a home of a family. And as soon as you walk in, they take their shoes off. They literally have 32 pairs of shoes lined up. <laughs> and they're in this beautiful condo, <laughs> right? But like condos, they don't have a lot of storage. After tidying up and organizing in the home, the Jeffrey measured that space and said it's 80 by 42 by 15 or whatever the, the dimensions were. Here's an Ikea option, a container store option, and a pottery barn option, all fitting your decor. If you'd like it, we'll order it for you. We'll deliver it to your building and we'll put it together on our next service. And we put it together for them and they've now emailed and said, can I get one more? We've had people ask us to help renew their passports which you actually can do. You don't have to do it in person if there's a couple things that you have to check off, like you're not changing your name and a whole bunch of other things. It's really, really cool to see what they're asking us for. We've taken a kid's bike back to the bike shop and fixed the training wheel because they wrecked and they couldn't ride their bike. And we got actually got a video sent to us from that client oh. with their kid riding <laughs> down great. the street again saying, thanks, Jeffrey. Um, <laughs> we just recently helped one of our clients just proposed um, oh, this wow. past Thursday. And he had, a, he had a picture that he had framed for his now fiance, but was trying to figure out how to get it into the house without her knowing because they were going to uh, a trip. He was proposing to her in Charleston and was coming back that Friday. His service was on Thursday. So Jeffrey went to his office, picked up the painting, wrapped it for him. And when he came back in, he walked in with his new fiance and it was a painting um, oh, of them. Awesome. There's a wide gamut of stuff that um, we're able to help people with one because we get to know him really well and we have really smart Jeffries. Mm -hmm. We need to interview him like on a regular basis so we can learn the new stories. There's always going to be something new. I have so many ideas now. You know, going to someone's office and, and then putting something in the home, wa watching someone's home for a four-hour window when Comcast is coming, I, you got to trust your Jeffrey. Absolutely. So I, and, and you made a comment a minute ago, hey, Dunwoody, we need more Jeffreys. Talk about your recruitment. I mean, so I imagine you are growing and trying to recruit additional Jeffreys, I'm assuming. Absolutely. 
And what process do you go through to screen them? I mean, I, I want to be sure that, that someone who's sitting in my home for four hours is someone I can trust. So how do you work through those issues? And you've hit it on the head. I mean, in the end, we're a trust company. Yeah. That's what we're selling. And my number one thing, if you look at my to-do list every day, is to find, recruit, and retain irreplaceable Jefferies. Because if we do that, our service is going to be fantastic. And the technology we're building is just enabling us just to communicate with our our clients and have your butler communicate with you. That's really what we're doing. So we've spent a lot of time around that. Our long-term strategy is to recruit retired teachers. If I told you I'm going to put a kindergarten teacher in your house, you <laughs> would yeah. be like, sign me up tomorrow. <laughs> Done, yeah. right? And there's a couple things to that. One, they're great with families. They're great with kids. Um, they've already been screened by whatever school district that they're in. And then you layer on our our background checks on top of it. So we're going to do everything that you would want us to do. Criminal, um, sex offender, <laughs> things people you don't want in your home. Yeah. Um, and then we have references. We call every single reference. We don't hire until we've heard back from every single one of them. And preferably, I would like to have people that someone has already given them your key or a key, right? So if I could find a, a nanny that's already been a nanny and you've already given them your key, you're going to feel naturally more comfortable with that person. Our first Jeffrey actually worked for a very successful technology entrepreneur here in Atlanta. Uh, her name's Brittany. She's managed a massive estate in Buckhead where all of the people that had to service that home reported to her. She's planned a trip for 40 to the Bahamas. She's done a bunch of different things. Our clients love her. She can do anything you want. <laughs> um, great references in, in the whole nine. So that's really where we're trying to head with the company. But again, we are a trust service. We spend a lot of time around that. So where do you see this growing from here? I mean, it's we've talked a lot about the service, but a little bit about the business. Do you want to raise funding? What is the what's the kind of the long term goal, and where are you going with the technology side of all of this? When you talk about raising capital, I actually had a meeting this morning uh, with a potential investor that wants to invest in the business, and it really is around the technology platform. People that are extremely busy need to make things you need to make it really easy for them. It's basically technology meets human intuition, mm-hmm. and meeting someone that actually knows your needs. And if you can pair those together, you have a really successful platform. Going back to the Dunwoody story, if you look at our if you look at our web traffic, we actually have 30 people on a waiting list right now. Wow. Waiting for density in their neighborhood or their buildings. There's so many people outside of the city that I think are just starving for these services because there's just not natural density. And so we talk about social selling a lot, which is in Ashley's case, please get us four or five more people in your building or close by. Because if we do that, the things we can do for you, they grow exponentially. In Dunwoody right now, we can't wait for the service person. But they did schedule it for me. We did schedule it for My washing machine broke and they scheduled, but they couldn't wait. They couldn't wait, right? Because we need enough. And my ideal uh, vision is we're right across the hall from Ashley's condo. Mm-hmm. And we can just walk across the hall to meet that person. We don't have to sit there for four hours. And so that's our plan for the business is to build out this technology platform that makes communication very easy and pair you with phenomenal people. And then go out and say, if you would like to have this in your neighborhood or your building, help us get there because it's only going to help you. Mm-hmm. So right now it's a web-based platform, but you are in are in process on developing an app, which I think is going to launch uh, sometime January, February of 2016. So uh, talk to us about, you know, that side of it. Having an app to do this is going to be, is going to be badass. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm, oh, excited. yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about that. Talk more about that. Sure. Well, I think, you know, everyone likes to throw Uber out there and I, I say we're Uber. If, if Uber already knew you needed a ride before you requested it, that's really what we'd like to get to. We find people for mentioning Uber on this show. Let me, let me take that back. Then. <laughs> um, no, there, there's, there's two parts to the app, you know, which is the, customer side of it, which is here are all the things I want done. <laughs> right? And then there's the butler side, which is you need to be able to speak to that person effectively. And then we need to be able to gather 
that information so that we do things efficiently. It's amazing. All of our Thursday clients, this was three weeks ago, they all wanted a bottle of red wine. Shocker. You know, they're getting close to the end of the week. Can't wait to get the bottle. You know, why are all those people going to the store to get red wine? They shouldn't. One Jeffrey should go get those bottles of red wine and then drop them off as they go. And so that's what the technology enables us to do is to group like requests so that we manage it more efficiently. It's basically logistics. And that partially explains how you can charge 38 bucks is once you get, once you learn the efficiencies, then that's going to, that's going to make that your ability to maintain that low price very feasible. Exactly. That's exactly right. That's awesome. I've, trying to think of one of the stories I did want to tell this because this just kind of speaks to them being observant and I have to kind of muddle the the details because it does involve being able to access my house key. So they don't actually keep your house key. So I have mine in a lockbox so that they can get into my condo. Michael actually does the first service. So he came through to do my walkthrough. All the Jeffries have pictures of how I like my living room to look, how I like my bedroom to look. So I needed a lockbox and my Jeffrey texted me and said, I set the code on your lockbox. And the code was actually relating to a television show that I like a lot, which they realized I liked because I had DVDs of that show all over my bedroom that they had to clean up. You actually still have DVDs? I do. I do. I bought them back in the day. So that was, you know, that was just something observant and I can remember it because it relates to something that's important to me. And how do you kind of find someone that, do you train that or is that something you look for in your Jeffries? Because I mean, I'm not that observant. There's no way I would be that aware. No, that's a great question. We we do at least three to three ride-alongs with every single Jeffrey before they start, and that's for two reasons. One, we want to train those things where you ask them, you know, take a look at this home and tell me what you notice just by what the how this person lives and what they own. You can tell a lot from people. It's like going into someone's office and you see there's a bass, you know, on the wall, and you go. Hey, do you like fishing? And they're like, yeah, low-hanging fruit. Everyone asks me that, right? <laughs> right. Um, but go on that kind of extra step. I'll, I'll give you a, a good example. We were doing a ride-along with a Jeffrey, and I said, what do you notice about this person? They said, well, obviously, I like Georgia because there was a bulldog picture there. She's really tiny because her laundry was really tiny, right? Mm-hmm. She's obviously a big workout because she had like Nike Combat and Under Armour. The story is obviously not about me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm still trying to get over the DVDs. Right. <laughs> But then you then you you look around this this home is impeccably decorated except for one wall has a, has a nail on it and I said well what do you think about this wall here I said well there's a nail on it I was like I know I can see that why is there a nail on it and I said I don't know I said I bet you there's supposed to be a picture there we texted the client together and said hey I'm looking at this wall there's a nail am I missing something is there a picture here oh my goodness our wedding photo fell six months ago broke the glass and it's been sitting in our closet for the last six months because we can't go to Michael's. That's a $10 fix. Mm-hmm. And we said, would you like us to take care of that for you? That would be, can you do that? I was like, yeah, we may not do it next week or the following week, but you know what? They went on vacation. So they didn't need, they didn't need groceries. They didn't need dry clean or their place organized. So we took the picture to Michael's, got a fix and came. And you would have thought that we built them a new home. I bet that's the most common thing you hear is, Wait, you can do that? Yeah, when you go, oh my gosh, yes. That ought to be your tagline. Yeah, wait, you, <laughs> you can, can do, do that. that? <laughs> they, uh, I got a text message once from my Jeffrey that said, um, uh, I've noticed the past couple of times that I've I've been doing your usual list that you have a lot of remotes with the backs off of them. Do you need batteries? I'll add it to your grocery list for next time. And I was like, uh. as a matter of fact, I do, because I'm a cheapskate, so I'm like shuffling batteries from remote <laughs> to remote. And it's easier just to leave the backs off. But they noticed that and said, do you need batteries? I was like, well, in your case, what your Jeffrey would do is say, 
can I get you a subscription to Netflix or Hulu so we can get rid of all these DVDs? <laughs> Wait till I tell you what show it is. You'll, it's going to get even worse. I yeah. love that. Oh, you know, she's not going to do it on the air. So. <laughs> no. All right. Well, Michael, we're running low on time. Uh, as you are aware, uh, the incubator is made possible by Wella, and we're recording live in their studio. So it's time for the Wella question of the week. So that is, what is the best piece of financial advice you have ever given or received? And you can reference your own company. Hint, hint, hint. <laughs> I'd probably say invest in yourself. Probably the best uh, feedback that I've gotten. Uh, whether that's if you don't know something about stocks or bonds, you know the natural investment tools that people naturally go to, then you know pick up a book and read about it. So you know I, I know for advisors because I was an I was a financial advisor at Goldman Sachs. There's a lot of distrust that happens with the advisor. They give me sound advice, and the easiest way to do it is to kind of pick up a book and ask them a question and engage in a dialogue. And I think that's a lot of what Wella does is try to educate, but go ahead and educate yourself, and then bet on yourself. Bet on yourself. I like it. I like it. Well, Michael, we're out of time. Before I let you go, how can people contact you should they have questions? And where can they learn more about Thanks, Jeffrey? Sure, they can visit us on the web, uh, thanksjeffrey.com. It's important to note that Jeffrey is G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y. So thanksjeffrey.com. Thank you for having me. The pleasure is ours. And next time you're here, we will get video of you doing the Carlton. Happy to do it. Michael Patrick, the founder and CEO of Thanks Jeffrey. Great to have you. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks again. All right. Well, that wraps our conversation for today. On behalf of our guest, Michael Patrick, my co-host, Ashley Staggs, I'm Todd Schnick. We'll see you next week in The Incubator. You've been listening to The Incubator, recorded from the Wella offices, direct from the Atlanta Tech Village. This broadcast is a partnership between the Intrepid Now Media Network and Hypopotamus and made possible by Wella, helping you on your financial journey every step of the way. The Incubator is directed by Andrea Risk and produced by Floyd Fischel. You can find The Incubator on iTunes and leaving a rating and review on iTunes will be appreciated by all. Again, you've been listening to The Incubator. The show will return next week. We'll see you then.